he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. All right, we are here. We're back to recap episode four of The Golden Bachelor. And we sadly, guys, spoiler alert, lost three members of Askin. I know. They are dropping like flies. Are you not at all surprised that Susan is the last one standing of Askin? I'm not surprised. No, I low-key kind of am surprised because as much as I love Susan, I do feel that she is more of like, She's a personality hire in that, like, I don't mm. see a strong connection between her and Gary, but she, you know, she's just like continuing to stay on because she's just so fun to watch. Whereas I actually thought maybe some of those other members of Askin had potential, even though we didn't really see it. Like Nancy. Nancy and April. I was like, I was waiting for April to eventually get a one-on-one date. We didn't really see a connection with them, but I was like, I could see it happening down the line, maybe. Oh, I never saw it with April. April was just from day one, just she read a book on like how to be a villain on this show and she just executed. Mm -hmm. And like, honestly, like now seeing, well, at first when three members of Askin left Mm -hmm. at first, I was like, damn, like that sucks. Like those are like some of the best people. But then to see that next week, we're going to find out the final four Mm -hmm. because there's six women left. So there's only so many people. How many episodes do we have left? I'm like, is this going to be done by before Thanksgiving? Probably, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, it'll definitely be done before Thanksgiving. I mean, Thanksgiving's creeping up, though. I'm like, what? That's four more weeks? We're, like, at the end of October almost. Like, next week's, like, low-key Halloween-ish. And then it's, like, two, three weeks till Thanksgiving, so... So to see that there's, like, six people left now in the running, who is... It's Susan... Leslie, mm-hmm. Sandra. Yes. Excited about her. Susan. No, you said Susan already. <laughs> Wait, Susan. Did I? Oh, uh, Susan's always on the brain. Susan, Leslie, Sandra, Teresa. Ellen. Ellen. Faith. Oh, and Faith. I keep forgetting about, which is so crazy because she got the first impression rose, but I keep forgetting about her. She's really just like falling to the wayside. She is filling the role of like Teddy on this mm, season because so like not, sometimes you get the first impression rose and you're like a favorite all the way through like Tenley mm-hmm. on Jake's season but in on Clayton's season Teddy got the first impression rose and like that was it yeah and I feel like that's faith and we saw that today or we saw that in this episode that they're giving out the group date and the last two women are Leslie and Faith and I knew it was going to Leslie mm-hmm. and Faith misses out once again and it's just like I feel like there's no chance in hell she's actually going the distance for this one yeah i think she'll probably get a hometown but i don't think that means anything i don't even know if i'm sure she'll get a hometown i now that i think about like who's left i think sandra's gonna creep up on us i think she's kind of like oh i would be very excited if she was in the hometowns yeah i think i mean if i had to call it right now sandra ellen Teresa, leslie yeah i'm sorry was that not our top four i feel like Let's we should go back to oh, the very I first episode. Loki was our top four. I really feel like that was. And you and I just have different first place people. Like, I guys, Ellen wins. I don't know, but Ellen fucking wins. No, I think I'm starting to agree with you now. After this episode, Dude. I'm kind of like more all in on Ellen, especially because like Teresa has been too involved in drama that I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I think her chances were high in the beginning, but now that she's been so involved in this drama, I'm kind of seeing her like drop off a little bit but ellen in the promo did you see how he was like you're my girl yeah who whispers that if they're not gonna pick them in the finals yeah she's your girl gary like Mm. geez save it for the fantasy no loki i'm starting to change my tune and agree with you that i think he picks ellen well 
Thank you. I'm sure everyone agrees with me because it's true. She, <laughs> there's no way. Well, well let's go. Let's yeah. start at the beginning of this episode and dive in because, like, there's so many moments throughout this episode that prove that Ellen is the final girl. Again, this is not actually a spoiler episode, guys. This is just our opinion. Yeah. We start off the episode. Trista Sutter shows up because we need alumni in every single episode. Apparently, Trista brings up how she was like the first bachelorette, which makes Teresa want to tell her that she got the first date, and it's like. Teresa, have you learned nothing? I know, can, can this girl read the room? I just don't understand. Never. And then she's constantly surprised that people are still upset with her, but it's like you keep doing things. Yeah. I did think it was funny too when they brought in Joey. I forgot about Joey. Did you remember him as like- No, I forgot about him. Our next lead of, of this show. I literally forgot that he existed. I forgot that he existed. And I thought that, da, 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 but it didn't. What is it? You would, um, you I forgot that, but I thought that it would kill me, but it didn't. But it, yeah, but it, it didn't kill me that I didn't remember that Joey <laughs> no. existed. He was there for all of two minutes. I know it's like not even necessary. Giving pickleball lessons, but he's a tennis pro. I remember that from some oh, date that he went know, on with right. charity. Yeah. That's why he wasn't on the panel, like the hosting panel. It was Trista, Jesse, and Gary. And I was like, where the fuck's Joey? Joey was like in the referee seat or something. That's funny. Yeah. But again, another pointless um, alumni arrival. We have a pickleball group date. Yeah. What did you think of this? Enjoyed it. I mean, it's giving very much like the senior citizen version of like when they play football in normal bachelor times. Um, You know, they always have to have like an athletic activity, some some healthy competition. Um, I thought April's fall, using it as a reason to spend more time with Gary iconic like i really mm-hmm. liked april and i'm sad that she's no longer going to be on the show but now knowing that next week is top six how much room no, is there I for understand. someone like that yeah like literally she made it as far as she can yeah you're right kathy too as as a pot stirrer who doesn't actually have a real connection with gary she made it as far as she could it's so true yeah so we have it all comes down to the bitchin kitchens <laughs> And the picklelicious paddles. I don't really get what bitchin' kitchen's even supposed to mean. That well, everyone else's name had to do with pickleball. Well, I thought maybe because, like, pickles are in the kitchen. Oh, I don't know. I mean, if it was Susan's team called the bitchin' kitchen, I would just think, oh, Susan, she loves to cook. Right, exactly. She's always in the kitchen. Yeah. But, like, I don't really, whatever. I mean, I guess that doesn't really matter. But it's Kathy and Ellen. Which I think is a dream paddles. team. If I had to select two people Kathy and Ellen. to like represent me in a pickleball match. Yeah. I think there's such a, a power duo. Wait for their pickleball mm-hmm. ability. Yeah. Oh. And, but also personalities. Like I just, I feel like they both are just like winners in their hearts. Ellen. Yeah. Well, Ellen, I mean, well, cause okay. like I said, I told you I'm changing my tune on Ellen. I think she's a winner now. Okay. Yes. I think she's the winner, mm-hmm. but I don't think her personality is loud. Like you're yeah. saying. No, but Kathy's I think, Kathy's like very Yes. Yeah. Okay. So a better team that would I would identify with personally, obviously Kathy and Susan. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we are just putting this woman on such a on pedestal. The- I'm like, this woman can do no wrong. I hope she's the fucking no. golden bachelorette next. I'm not even kidding you guys. I want to like start a change.org or a GoFundMe oh, no. that makes Susan <laughs> the Bachelorette, the Golden Bachelorette. Well, I think you can do that for a change.org. I know. Remember when Ben made yeah. a GoFundMe so he could No, it was a change.org. I know, I know. Um, Wait, we should make Let's change the world. I feel out of this group, unless Gary's runner-up, 
has like a really heartbreaking ending. I feel like ABC may choose someone from Askin. I feel like that's the more fun option. Yes, I agree with that. Like I would much rather, like even if Susan doesn't get her heart broken, Mm -hmm. she goes home, it's okay. She's like drinking a margarita on on the Mm -hmm. limo ride home. I would much rather watch her than watch someone who got their heart broken. I don't, I just feel like it would be a more fun season. I agree with you. I just think like once it comes down to it and we're like in those final episodes mm-hmm. and you're seeing such a heartbreak, it's so fresh that I feel like the organic thing is to always just pick the person who has the saddest story. True. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay. So oh, wait, can we talk about the fact that Sandra missed her daughter's wedding to go on the golden bachelor? I'm sorry. I, and I've been a big advocate <laughs> for Sandra this whole time, yeah. but like, red flag oh my god that's such a huge life event that you skipped that to go on a tv show the golden bachelor i'm sorry that's like crazy her daughter's wedding that's insane the facetime she did with her daughter i mean granted we probably got some edited version but the daughter's just like hey we're married (laughs) like i thought we were gonna see the daughter like getting like her hair and makeup done But, like, it was after the fact. Yeah, it's just starting to make me, like I said, I always thought Sandra was going to be, like, a silent creeper-upper. Like, towards the end, we'd be like, oh, my God, Sandra's still here? Oh, my God, Gary actually really has a great connection with her. Oh, my God, because we haven't seen a lot of Sandra, but I do think he kind of likes her. But now I'm just like, girl, priority. You miss your daughter's wedding to go on a fucking TV show. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sandra, if you're listening to this, but I just think that's a little crazy. She did justify it, though. Her daughter said, Mom, I've got my guy. I want you to go get yours. I think that was necessary because I think the normal reaction to this is like, girl, what? Like, why are you missing your daughter's wedding? So the fact that she said that, it's like, okay, that's nice. If the daughter's, like, approving of it. Okay, but daughter, let's be real. Like... She's showing up to be one of like 20, 30 women to meet one guy. Like you don't even know him yet. He might not be her person. I'm sorry. And he probably, statistically, he probably is not. He is Ellen's person. So it's just kind of like, ugh. Yeah. I'm not buying it. It's weird. I know, but I I still love you, Sandra. Sure. Okay. So they're on the group date. Teresa pulls Kathy Mm -hmm. aside to talk about what happened the night prior. Kathy just basically reiterates that, like, girl, you're running your mouth and I want you to zip it. She keeps <laughs> saying zip it. Yes. Teresa, though, tells on Kathy to Gary. That's literally the opposite of zipping it, Teresa. You need right. to, like, learn what that means. You have to know what you're doing by going to him and telling him that. So then Gary, in turn, pulls Kathy. And mm-hmm. it's like this whole merry-go-round, all because Teresa initially pulled Kathy to talk about it. It's like a producer's dream. It really is. And I do wonder, how much of this do you think is producer? producers in their ears particularly Kathy's ear being like that's so weird and so messed up that she told you guys about her date like oh my god you should talk to her or how much of this is like organically Kathy's personality no I think that's it's 100% producers and I think producers are equally on Teresa's side saying hey are you guys okay yeah I think they can get Kathy by being like ew like she's a bitch. And then they can get Teresa by being like, is she mad at you? Right. Because you should ask her one more time, girl. Yeah. (laughs) Go pull her again. Yeah. Figure it out. You guys make such good friends. Come on. So Teresa just wants peace, but doesn't realize what she's doing. I do think Teresa telling Gary 
is what kind of solidified Kathy's elimination. I do too. Because then when Gary was talking to Kathy, he's like, look, I gave you a rose to make you feel better. Like, he was almost taking it, like, as an attack. Mm -hmm. But Kathy didn't mean it as an attack. Her issue wasn't with Gary. It's with what Teresa was doing. Yeah, but I think it just kind of, like, solidified for Gary. Like, he likes Teresa so much more than Kathy. And I think him sending Kathy home is proof of how much he likes Teresa. Because he's just kind of like, this drama is, like, not worth it. And, like, Kathy, it wasn't going to be you anyway. So, like, stop it. Stop messing. Because I think Teresa's something he still wants to explore, obviously. For sure. He's like, there's only one member of Askin I can take to the top six. And it's just not you, Kathy. So. Right. You got to (laughs) go. It's Susan. (laughs) It's Susan. Before we get into the rest of the recap, we want to take a second to talk to you guys about Dame Products. We're now at the end of this episode in top six territory, which means we are getting closer and closer to the fantasy suite. And I just keep wondering if Gary is going to be bringing some damn products into the fantasy suite with him to spice things up because his equipment is maybe not working the same way it used to when he was young and dapper and chipper, you know? Yeah. And it's never hurts to spice things up. I mean, you're going to have a better sex life if you do spice things up with your partner. And that's where Dame comes in. Yeah, we've told you guys before about all the different toys that they have on their website. Definitely go check them out. Some of our favorites are Eva, Finn, and Calm. Eva is their first and most iconic product, they say. Eva is a wearable, hands-free, clitoral vibrator that stays in place during partnered sex. So it is the ultimate couple's vibe. It's designed for a secure and comfortable fit to enhance partner play without getting in the way. So try it out. Hell yeah. And you know, last year we did a giveaway with Dame and we gave away 10 Mm -hmm. vibrators to 10 of our thoughts. And I got so many messages from you guys like flipping out over these vibrators. If you want a great vibrator, Dame is where it's at. Yeah. So they also have Finn. Like Jackie said, it's a wearable finger vibrator designed for all types of play. Finn is easy to use and comes with a removable tether. So you could wear it how you want from foreplay to more play. Yes. And then also you guys should check out Calm. That is like their classic wand shape so it's upgraded for comfort and easy handling and it has their most powerful motor and so calm delivers strong rumbly external vibrations so do with that information what you will they also have a bunch of other great toys on their website so go check them out guys you can get your hands on these sexy little vibrators by going to dame.com slash she's all batch that's d-a-m-e dot com slash she's all batch that's going to get you 15% off site-wide go stock up Go buy one for your friend. Mm-hmm. Your friend. Gary, your if lover, you're listening. Your, I don't know, who else would you buy a your mom. for besides your friend and lover? Your mom. Your mom, sure. Let's just be weird. All right. <laughs> so go check them out, dame.com. Before we get back into the recap, I want to give a quick shout out to our bestie, Dave Neal. We love him so much and he's so supportive of us. And if you haven't checked out his YouTube channel and his podcast, definitely do so. We have a little message from Dave. Take it away, Dave. Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of the Bachelor Rush Hour podcast this year featured in Washington Post and Time Magazine. Can you believe that? Well, as you guys know, I'm a big fan of the She's All Batch ladies. And as a fellow micro-influencer and micro-podcaster, I think it's so great that we support each other in the indie podcast scene. I've got all of your entertainment news, not just Bachelor, but pop culture every single afternoon on Bachelor Rush Hour. Thanks, Dave. Now back to the recap. I feel like we're on the news. 
Yeah. You know, when you're like, thanks, Sheila, back to you. Um, so your girl Leslie got the one-on-one. Oh, shocker, because he loves her. Yeah, but I not as much Leslie. as he loves, like, Ellen and Ellen. Teresa. No, no, Ellen, Ellen's, okay, Ellen's at the top of the pyramid. Who would you say is, like, number two Teresa, right under her? I think. I would say And Leslie. Sandra. I think Sandra, Sandra is not Sandra's number gonna come two. Out of, no, well, I said Teresa and then Sandra's. I said Sandra number three. She's going to come out of left field. Mark my words. You think I love Sandra, but you think Sandra is above Leslie? That's what you just said. Okay, maybe not. I'm like, you're questioning me and I'm like, is this the hill I'm going to die on? Like, no. Yeah. Okay, you're Survey right. Says, Leslie, then that Sandra. That was a lie. Remember yeah. that? Survey says that was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Leslie, then Sandra, you think? Then Susan? Then who else is on this show? Faith. We keep forgetting <laughs> about Faith. No. Wait, that's so funny. <laughs> not for nothing. Like, it's not like she's forgettable, but she's forgettable on no, she this is, season though. because she's gotten, like, all of 30 seconds of airtime. Yeah. I don't think she's as important in Gary's eyes as you think she is. You've been, like, ride or die for Faith from day one, and I've never. Go back. Listen to I episode know. one of our recaps. I'm like, I don't really see it with Faith. Well, now so, I, don't, I don't see it anymore. But, yeah, in the beginning, I had high hopes for her because you got the first impression rose and she sang a song and i thought that was nice hmm. okay so leslie's date um they go atv ing hmm. yeah. is that what sure a- that's riding a verb. cars yeah. sure okay it was cool they have a lot of chemistry we learned that leslie's been single for 22 years she's been divorced twice and she confirms that she's here solely because of gary mm-hmm. gary says to her on this little like they're sitting on a bench and he said i love the way you look at me and just, like, grabs her face and kisses her. And, like, he really feels something for her. Yeah, he does. But do you think it's, like, love or it's sexual tension because she's the hottest? Sexual tension because she's the hottest. And I think he's going to go to Dame.com and get, like, a little partner play vibrator yes. and use it with Leslie in the fantasy suite. Oh, my God. Just, uh, I just – hopefully he uses because she's all batch sell for 15%. Yeah, just he saying. better. He's got to save money where he can. So Leslie's date kind of comes and goes, like we say, every single week because – it's an hour, so everything is so expedited. Mm-hmm. So we really only see the date for like a couple of minutes, which is great. Um, the next thing I noted is that they're back at the house and Gary randomly pulls our girl and gives her rose quartz, like know, the little so crystal. Sweet. So sweet, but like random. Rando. I know. Like what? What producer came up with this idea? Like, I bet a producer was given the rose quartz, like, as a gift for free. And was like, who can he give this to? Well, to give it to Susan. Yeah. Because I mean, like, yes, Susan does embody empathy and strength. Sure. But, like, what? Why are we randomly giving her a crystal for no reason? I know. It, it's giving, like, a producer just got, like, a white elephant gift. And they're just like, That's what, what am I going to do with this crystal? Here, Gary, give it to Susan. You know who needs that energy? Susan. Didn't he give... Ellen a gift the other week though he gave her something mm. I thought he gave her a gift I don't remember I don't know this just feels random it's not like they had a conversation about rose quartz and then he's like I was thinking of you the other day so I bought you this like it's just like she opened it and she goes it's pink like she didn't know what it was which is fair because I wouldn't really know why yeah, someone was same. giving me that it was it was sweet the whole gesture was sweet and he said that it reminds him of her characteristics remind him of Tony, which is, quote, the highest compliment I can pay someone, which is so sweet. The gesture is sweet. Mm -hmm. The gift is random. So random. Weird. But, like, happy that Susan got a gift. Totally. Wait, did we skip over the part where they were playing Never Have I Ever with their ice cream? Yes, we did skip over Never Have I Ever. We need to go back. Yes. Go ahead. Well, 
I wrote down some of the ones that they were saying. Me too. Like sex in the workplace, sex in the back of a car. Susan had been with a woman, which I thought was shocking too. Ayo. Or do you think that they edit it though in a way where like they said that and then they just like cut to Susan eating a bite of her ice cream, but about something else? I don't know. No, I think in this case, I don't think they need to pull that shit here. Like it's like a bunch of grown women talking about what they've done sexually. I don't think... I don't think they're like, oh, we're going to get Susan. Not get her, but just like, I don't know, make the show more interesting, like spice things up a little bit. I will say I don't think so because I feel like in that scene, I I mean, I could always be wrong, but I think I remember it being like one cut as opposed to like mm. if they were to do Susan eating the ice cream up close and then it cuts and then goes back to the group, it could easily be pasted in. But I feel like it was all one flowing yeah. shot. Another thing was... Never have I ever kissed another woman's husband. And April said yes to that one. April's such a bad girl. I know. Another woman's husband. I'm assuming, I guess, while they're still married, because you have to be married to be a husband. Right. Right. Like, Because then you'd be an yeah. ex-husband if you were not married right. anymore. Yeah, not okay, April. Interesting. Who said they had sex in the workplace? Sandra. And she goes, yes, I had sex in the workplace, and I'd do it again if I was married. So maybe if she ends up with Gary, they can go back to her office and have sex on a copier. Love that for her. In conference room B by the water cooler. Totally. Hot. Sexy. Nothing sexier than the water cooler at work, you know? This is why I think that one of these girls should be the Golden Bachelorette, because this is fun. Like, if Susan was the Golden Bachelorette, they would definitely have, like, these girls come and visit her in the house. And I love the dynamic with all the women. Just like their I feel like if someone else, I don't want to single anyone else out, so I'm not going to say, but I feel like if there was someone else that was pulled as the lead... It wouldn't be, like, the camaraderie that, like, this group seems to have. Yeah, I agree. I will say another thing that's kind of, like, making me more Team Ellen is that, so she says she's falling in love with Gary, and he immediately kisses her and says he's in the same place. He hasn't said that to anyone Mm -hmm. else. It's almost becoming, like, way too obvious that he likes Ellen the most. That's literally the title of this episode. Wait, I already really? wrote the title. Yeah, no, I wrote the title of the episode is Gary's final pick is so obvious. <gasps> I literally already wrote that title because I knew that's what we were going to be talking yeah. about. But it is like so obvious. They're yeah. going to have to in the next episode really play up some of the other women, which they will. Mm-hmm. They're not going to keep this going with Ellen, I don't think, as obviously. Yeah, but I'm already kind of like the drama with Teresa has knocked her down well what about the fact that the person that she had drama with is gone now there's no drama left for her so maybe like i don't know and he sent the other part of the drama home Mm -hmm. to maybe protect Teresa. yeah i don't know it's just she's not ellen you know i'm just not seeing the same sort of connection so okay i know we talked about this off the top that nancy Mm self-eliminates yeah but i was so shocked by how quick that went down she says Like, they sit down and she goes, so you're passionate with some people, and I don't think I'm part of that group. And he said, I'm not going to dispute that. And she says, like, okay, have a great journey. I mean, like, what? what? Was this a breakup? That was the fastest breakup in Bachelor history. I'm sure they maybe had, like, a much more lengthy conversation about it. And, you know, for the sake of time, maybe that's all they're giving us. Because at the end of the day, let's be honest, 
like I wasn't really seeing it with Gary and Nancy. It's like pretty obvious that the connection is just not that strong. But yeah, I would have liked to see it maybe a little bit more of that conversation. It's interesting to me, like the things that they choose to like expand on and show us more of and the things that they like are really glossing over for the sake of time. But this was something I would like to see more of. And then, okay, we move over to the rose ceremony. This is when I learned that we're like really down to the final women, which is really crazy because I feel like last week we were at like the top Mm -hmm. 12. Did they really cut the group in half in a week? It was quick. Yeah, well, what? It was last week. It was 10, right? And then... Now it's six. Six? We went from 10 to six? Uh, Yeah, because I guess Nancy self-eliminated. I did think it was interesting that he sends April and Kathy home. April, he's like, okay, like, thanks, good luck, bye. And then he specifically chose to walk Kathy out, but, like, not April, which I thought was, like, an interesting choice. But maybe it's just because Kathy, like, had more of, like, a relevant storyline that was kind of a little bit more ongoing at the time. And, like, I feel like the regular show does that, too. Like, if, like, a group of three goes home, The Bachelor will walk out one of them Mm -hmm. sometimes. Yeah. But it is telling. I feel like he's probably like, April, you're going to be fine. I'm going to walk Kathy out because, like, yeah, there was you know, a maybe I had more of a connection with her. What I was shocked about is, like, Askin didn't, like, all come together and hug. Are they not as united as we think they are? Is there a problem, guys? <laughs> um, But they were all crying a lot. There was a lot of crying for this rose ceremony. But I was expecting to see, like, Susan run up to Kathy and give her... And, guys, I've gotten so many freaking messages from people saying, like, am I the only one that thinks that Susan and Kathy look like Chris and Caitlyn Jenner? And I'm like... No, you're not the no, only of course one. Literally not the only everyone one. thinks that. <laughs> yeah. Everyone thinks that. They are. Yeah. So the episode ends. We get a clip from next week. And this mm-hmm. is when we see the final six. Yeah. And I do think now we're getting into territory where like there was drama, but it was very much like classic Bachelor, like house drama, like manipulated drama, like very much like first stage drama. And I feel like now with, especially with um, Kathy going home, we're entering now into the stage of like the drama that we're going to see going forward is like legitimate, like relationship drama and like Gary breaking down. Like this is where they break them, you know? Versus like, oh, I'm mad because Teresa said this in the house. Like that at the end of the day, in the grand scheme of things, is not that deep. But now I feel like we're getting into real shit. Well, he's now in the promo crying like this isn't worth it. I haven't felt pain like this since my wife died. Which is such a big, heavy thing to say. Very dark. Yes. I'm worried for Gary. Yeah. Does Jesse show up at the rose ceremonies? Like, because I, I noticed in the promo that when Gary's saying that, he's saying it to Jesse. Mm-hmm. But like, has Jesse been coming in and saying this is the final rose? Because I don't remember him. I don't remember if he says final rose, but he comes in, I think, in the beginning and like, ladies, welcome to the rose ceremony. And then I think runs away. I wonder if he's even going to respond to Gary when Gary's crying. Is he just mm-hmm. going to stand there and stare at him? He's going to go, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Pat this him on the rough. back. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. This show just keeps me on the edge of my seat constantly. Yeah. And you know what, guys? We're going to wrap up this episode with a golden Bachelor encounter. Ooh. Bet you didn't see this one coming. We haven't done Bachelor encounters in a few weeks. If you're new to us because you're finding us by just listening to this golden Bachelor recap, Bachelor encounters are when you guys submit stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild and we read about those stories on air and it's a good time. Yes. Holy shit, I almost just forgot It is a good that. time. I know. It's it like, is a good time. It's been a while. Wait, so what's it's the golden Bachelor encounter? I'm going to read it to you. Okay, f- thank you so much. You're welcome. I was like, I'm going to save it, but I'm like, I should probably put it in this episode versus like like our Wednesdays. Yeah. Okay. 
So this person writes, have you had any golden bachelor encounters yet? No, you're, you're the, the first. first. Yay. This isn't much of an encounter, but I was excited. Don't start off that way. I know. As Just say I was to downplay their bachelor yeah. encounters. And guys, they're a big deal. Did you not hear before? We said it is a good time. So don't say it's just not <laughs> that good because right. it is objectively a good time. Right. This is so self-deprecating. Everyone does it though. Don't feel bad. Whoever this was, don't feel bad about yeah. yourself. Just do better next time. Mm-hmm. She says, I saw Gary at the Indianapolis airport. <gasps> As he was walking towards me, I knew I recognized him, but couldn't place him. How can you not place that face? I thought I knew him from somewhere in real life. It didn't even occur to me that he might be famous. I mean, it's Indianapolis. Apparently, there's no famous people there. But I'm sure I was staring at him like an idiot. And as he passed by, he smiled warmly at me and said hi. I replied hi in return. And then as he walked away, I realized who it was. I was with my daughter. And I was like, oh, my God, that's the Golden Bachelor. And she was like, who? Anyway, the only details I can provide from this very brief encounter are that he was by himself, dressed casually but nice, and has a really nice air about him. I love him. Yeah, we love him too. So sweet. Is he? He's from Indianapolis, too, right? That's where, Indiana. That's where ben, yeah. Is that the same? Yes. Well, Indianapolis is in Indiana. Right. Yeah. That's where Ben Higgins lives, and that's why he wanted mm-hmm. to host The Bachelor, and that's why he started a GoFundMe about it. Right, right. Be the change you wish to see in the world, you know? <laughs> yes. Yep. All right. Well, that wraps up our recap. We mm-hmm. will see you guys next week on Wednesday. Guys, actually, you know what? I was we'll like, see about you Wednesday. Say, or maybe a little bit sooner. We'll see you Monday if you're a Patreon subscriber. Boy, do we have an episode for you. Yeah. Maybe should let's we, just we leave s- it there. Period. Oh, okay. I don't know. Okay. Leave them wanting yeah. more. Yeah. Just keep a little mystery about it. I don't know. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we'll let you know what the episode is is by monday so if you're not a patreon subscriber you will have time to become one mm-hmm. and then you can listen to this bombshell episode Ooh. okay so that's where we're, we're gonna leave you okay guys yeah all right is that it jackie i think that's it okay bye bitches. 